0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Eric Johnson, and this is the Burley Flow Podcast. Every week, I post a story from up here in Burley Flow, Wisconsin, a little town on the banks of the Mississippi River in the southwest corner of the state. If you like what you hear, and I hope you do, Please subscribe to the podcast so you can keep up with everything that's going on. And when you get a chance, go ahead and check out the website at burlyflow.com, where you'll find a bunch more stuff and links to things like my book and my Patreon site. And as always, thanks again for being here. It probably comes as no surprise that I have a favorite bench down at the River Park. It's got just the right amount of curve to its back, which, go ahead and laugh, but it's important, and it's midway between the playground and the gazebo, which means I'm suspicious to neither parents nor couples looking for a little privacy. That was one of the cool things about being married. Instant validation. Being married, you pretty much get the benefit of the doubt no matter where you are. Now that I've been cut loose, so to speak, I'm suddenly back on the radar screen, even if I am a pretty weak blip. As a man in my 50s who doesn't immediately scream midlife crisis, no sports car, no $200 haircut, no twinkle in my eye, I'm pretty easy to overlook in most situations. Get me off a park bench and it's as if I'm not even there. It's not quite warm enough yet but when it is some nights i'll mix myself a scotch and soda in one of those metal cups that are so popular now you know the kind with the plastic lid and the you've got to be kidding price tag and walk down to my bench unless it's the weekend it's usually fairly quiet and i figure i'm pretty safe with my drink invisible as i am many nights i'll go over and say hi to elmer greer Elmer Greer is a trunk fisherman, and most nights she can find him down there, trunk open, fishing the rocks with his old Shakespeare spinning outfit. He's somewhere between 70 and 75, wiry, and stands a gently stooping six-foot-three. If not for the arthritis, he'd probably still play the upright bass for the Mayflies, Burley Flows community jazz ensemble. But the fingers just don't have the pluck anymore, and all that standing just takes it out of him. At my age, there's not all that much in there in the first place, he says. He jokes about it, but you get the feeling it's not all that funny to him. I don't think it's bitterness so much as resignation. A guy like him? You figure he spent most of his life fighting the game ground, so throwing wacky rigs at the park probably feels an awful lot like marking time. "'You seen the pelicans?' he asked me one night when I wandered down from my bench. "'I told him I had. "'They were out there on the river every morning, about thirty of them, twenty or twenty-five yards off the bank. "'Never used to see them,' he said. "'Up-river, sure, but never down here. "'Now, though. "'Now, though, they seem to have taken up residence "'with their stubby bodies and their long yellow beaks.' Somebody looked it up and figures they're American white pelicans. I tried, but since moving back, I haven't been able to find my bird book. It's lost along with the cord for my air fryer and the remote for my DVD player. If ever there's an example of a deceptive body type to my way of thinking, it's these pelicans. They kind of remind me of rally cars. You see a chunky little Volkswagen on the street and you think okay i suppose that's pleasant looking but then you see it in action and you think dang it's the same way with the pelicans floating they look about as agile as a tugboat but in the air those magnificent scooped wings give them a grace that overshadows everything else no one told them they were chunky he said or if they did they didn't listen Fishermen come in many different varieties around here, but there aren't that many like Elmer Greer. He had a runabout for a few years when the kids were little, but never a fishing boat. In fact, I get the feeling he doesn't even like fishing all that much, like it's a substitute for sitting in front of the TV. As a kid, I could never understand that. You only had so much effort, it seemed to me. Why would you want to put any of it towards something without any real payoff? Turns out it's not always the effort that's in short supply. Out there in the evening, I'll usually see a couple of fishing boats on their way back to the ramp. Though you see a lot of Lunds and Alumacrafts on the river, v hulled with steering consoles and windshields, most of the stragglers tend to be flat bottoms. They're operators at the tiller, leaning forward into the cooling breeze. If there's one image that sums up life here in Burley Flow, I think it's probably that one, at least for me. Not exactly representative of summers in general, though, with their aggressive leisure and their community spirit, but I've always preferred the quieter moments, which I suppose is why I've got a favorite bench and might even have something to do with the fact that when I sit there, I'm by myself. Summer weekends, especially after you've rounded the corner to fall, tend to be frantic. If there's an immediately recognizable difference between here and the Georgia I left behind, besides the stereotypical stuff like accents and cheese curds, it's the ferocity with which people here commit to having fun. Obviously, it has to do with a fewer number of fair-weather weekends, but there's an almost palpable desperation to milk the most out of each one. Just about everyone here's got a boat of some kind and an awful lot now have UTVs, utility terrain vehicles, which, as far as I can tell, are just another expensive way to let everybody know that you're on river time. When the weekend comes, it's hard for me to see that anyone is prioritizing shopping or painting the living room or catching a few Zs, because you know what you can do in the winter? All of that. You know what you can't do? anything outside. Well, that's a bit of an exaggeration. There's always ice fishing and snowmobiling and, of course, drinking. But just about every other fun thing has a shelf life of a banana. So when they can, people go, go, go. In the end, I don't think it amounts to any more leisure than folks other places get. It's just that the condensed nature of it gives it a manic quality that I admire but mostly avoid. Observe is maybe a better word. Avoid implies disapproval, and in no way do I disapprove. It's just I'm not made to go, go, go. Maybe that's why I find myself talking with Elmer Greer when I get the chance. I can sit on my bench all I want, but it's always nice to have somebody to chat with. And we seem to be kindred spirits, at least at this moment in time. I realize that's an accident of age and circumstance, not any kind of special bond between us, so I give him a space and leave him be when he looks like he wants to be left alone. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's nice to have somebody out there who sees me without putting me on a watch list. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks again for stopping by. And when you get a chance, don't forget to check out the website at burlyflow.com. There's some cool stuff there I think you'll like. Thanks again. We'll catch you later.